0: Welcome to the Foul Vine Podcast with Sarah and Scotty Mel, where everything wine and baseball is in fair territory. Today, we will be drinking an Argentinian Malbec, recapping week 10 of the 2023 season, and discussing vibes around the league. As always, grab a glass and join us. Look, big paper I
1: increase my wealth. Uh, red wine is good for my health. Uh, wrestle with demons I ain't take no else. Uh, allow me to
0: introduce myself. I said, Sarah, we are remote today. Okay. This is fun. You want to tell the audience where you're at right now?
1: Yes, I am in North Dakota. I am um camping at or Abraham Lincoln State Park nice. um, just outside Bismarck, the capital of North Dakota. Yeah, just doing a little summer adventuring here.
0: That sounds awesome. So I have confirmation that North Dakota is a real place.
1: Yes, it is real. It exists. There we have someone on the
0: ground there live right now.
1: Right now, live from <laughs> North Dakota.
0: Um, That sounds fun. And where's the final destination?
1: So we are headed to montana we'll be staying there for a week but um and then coming back taking our time we were just in the twin cities for a good five days so
0: um for it's about the journey
1: chance. not the destination scotty
0: for sure so uh you were <laughs> visiting the first place twins right
1: that's right it was in the same city as the first place twins um it was a cool time yeah hung out did a bunch didn't see any baseball but played some mini golf, went to a jazz club, um, had a good time. What have you been up to? How was your weekend? How was uh, celebrating your girlfriend?
0: It was great. It was her 25th birthday. Um, did a whole lot. Happy um,
1: birthday, Scotty's girlfriend.
0: Yes. And now she's on my sister's bachelorette in Miami. Um, oh, I just got oh, back wow. from softball game. So I am beat. I'm washed up. <laughs> um how was
1: the softball game
0: we won i think we stopped keeping score after the third inning it was like maybe 30 to one or something like that it was
1: (laughs) Holy shit!
0: it got to the point where i felt bad but you know yeah okay it's friendly competition right um but yeah no this is um so we're gonna be remote for a while and luckily we found a bottle that um you could locate in north dakota
1: that's right actually the store that i went to called captain jack's like all things liquor basically was overwhelming with the amount of wine that they had but i have it here gascon
0: what year okay well first let me let me introduce
1: yes please sorry
0: Today we are drinking the 2021 don miguel gascon malbec from mendoza region in argentina this is um you know we you know we love our malbecs um and this is one actually me and my dad drink together a lot so cute yeah, this is a this is a good one. I thought it'd be good for the Father's partner.
1: Day is coming up.
0: It is, it is. Um, and this is a 2021. Is that what you have, Sarah?
1: I have a 2020.
0: Ooh, maybe there's a difference.
1: So we can compare vintages.
0: Okay, so got this bottle last minute today. Um, I have some information to share on it. Lay it on me. This is kind of a legendary bottle. So, mm. Don Miguel Gascon Winery was um founded in 1884. That's a long time ago. As we know, the uh, Malbec grape originated in Bordeaux, France, Um, but the Malbec has sort of reinvented itself, you know, as this rich, robust Argentinian wine in the Mendoza region along the Andes Mountains. Um, So Miguel Gascon arrived in Argentina from Aragon, Spain, which is in, um, I I believe, the northeastern region of Spain, bordering France, Um, 130 years ago with agricultural skills and an entrepreneurial spirit. And he made this amazing wine, built this winery. And I'm going to read the back of the label real quick, or the back of the box. Don Miguel Gascon, founded in 1884, is the oldest continually operating winery in Mendoza and has long been a cornerstone of Argentine Malbec. This smooth wine is rich with dark fruit notes of plum and blueberry with a hint of spicy chocolate. Whoa. The luscious fruit showcases why Malbec is Argentina's favorite grape. It's terrific with foods off the grill and while you cook. So that that has me like, I'm ready to try this. Are you?
1: Yeah, I'm very ready.
0: That, that caught my attention right away. Um, It kind of sounds like this is the the grandfather of Malbecs, or the, the godfather, if you will.
1: Know. Oh, I will.
0: It's the, the, oh, there we go. That's a nice pop.
1: Yeah, it well, was.
0: So, all righty, um, Yeah, so what am I supposed
1: to, what have you? yeah. Tell so me about let's, this.
0: Let's see here.
1: Smells like grape juice.
0: Okay, yeah. It's a
1: really dark red.
0: It is very dark red. Um, it's a deep red. I am um I think I'm getting a little bit of that the plum notes that it mentions on the back of the bottle. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm getting a plum note. Um, maybe a blackberry.
1: Yeah, I I get the blackberry a lot, actually. Um, maybe and a little bit of the, the spice on the nose
0: let's uh let's give it a try whoa interesting this is interesting Mm -hmm. it's bold
1: it is bold indeed don't i taste a little graphite and spice like black pepper um definitely the blackberry
0: so also a lot of uh, it suggested mocha and chocolate Mm. i think i get the mocha a little bit
1: yeah, the cacao.
0: So let's sip on this uh, throughout the episode, and we will come back after our review and our vibes and give it a rating and, and a comment.
1: Sounds good. Well, let's get into it.
0: So we are in week ten.
1: Week ten, double digits week.
0: I think it's gotten to the point of the season where I don't need to say it anymore. So you're going I, to
1: anyway. I might start saying
0: it in August after the dog days of summer, but um, yeah, I, I'm gonna let it go. All right, guys. Um, we had some matchups over the weekend that we um, that we were excited for. We tweeted about them. Your first one, always Yankees at Dodgers. That was the premier matchup this weekend, Sunday night baseball. Um, great series, even though it might have come with a cost. Unfortunately, Yankees take two of three in LA. In LA,
1: yeah. Chaz Ravine.
0: Big game. I mean, those are, that's a premier, two of the biggest markets in baseball. Um, It was Dodgers won the first game big. Uh, Mookie had two home runs. Max Muncy and JD Martinez, (laughs) who has been having like a late career with surgeons, hit a home run. Um, Mookie actually had like three home runs in this series. Then that was also the day that Stanton and Donaldson returned to the lineup. And Donaldson, you know, my favorite player. Hit home <laughs> runs in his return along with stanton hitting a home run so um i guess that was a nice boost to the lineup and then they ended yep. up
1: no i was just gonna say lots of bombs out in la
0: yes there, of, uh, there were some dingers it was a dinger show
1: dinger show a, a star studded dinger show
0: yes <laughs> in, in hollywood um in Chavez Ravine. Um, you know, Saturday, Jake Bowers contributed with two home runs. Aaron Judge hit a, his 19th Cole, six innings, 5Ks, one run. He was now 7-0 on this season. Who says wins don't matter, Sarah? They matter to Garrett. <laughs> And then Volpe hit a two-run homer in the ninth to solidify the W on Sunday night. So it was a fun series. I watched uh, I watched Sunday night. And, um, you know, it it made me pretty optimistic that this team is going in the right direction. Unfortunately, Aaron Judge ends up back on the I.L.
1: Yeah. That the. What do you make of the fans saying it's because of the shitty Dodger Fields outfields cement well, that wall?
0: Yeah, no, I, I actually I, I absolutely think that contributed to it. I mean, I'm not going to blame the Dodgers or Dodger Stadium. He went in that wall really hard. I think he, that would have happened in any wall he went into. Right um he almost knocked the wall down which is pretty funny but uh (laughs) it doesn't sound too serious like he was on the 10-day I.L. in May and like I feel like he was like off and on really quickly so hopefully it's one of those hopefully he didn't break his toe um even if he did I don't know how serious that will be Mm. and Nestor Cortez hit the I.L. today too so the Yankees can never be healthy their outfield right now is Willie Calhoun um Oswaldo Cabrera and I think think Jake Bowers it's ugly so yikes Already next matchup Sarah Toronto at the Mets my two former employers faced off um the Blue Jays swept in New York at Citi Field
1: not surprising
0: no not surprising at all um Blue Jays are good and they're at the bottom of the division because they had like one series they got swept in so they fell behind a little bit while everyone was hot but Vladdy had a big series. Dalton Varsho hit one in the second deck on Friday, um, and for the Mets, Pete Alonso just twenty first home run. Can you believe he has twenty one already? That's seems it's like
1: crazy. A... It's only the first week of June, I guess it, yeah, it's only the first week of June. Just it's the like
0: week. I feel like Pete doesn't want to even like accept the outcome of an at bat if it's not over the fence. Like he will go right. back. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: try again later. Um, <laughs> so that was Blue Jays Mets. Um, I'm. I think the Mets have a little to worry about, but um, the AL East is is stacked.
1: Yeah, always has been, always will be.
0: ALB. So um, Seattle at Texas is next. Another sweep. I mean, guys, I know we were supposed to recommend good series to you, but um, the Rangers are a fun watch. They swept. They might have the best – not might. They probably do have the best offense in baseball.
1: They're um, really good. They're on one right now.
0: I mean, Friday was closed. Luis Castillo and John Gray had a hell of a pitching matchup. Um, Gray ended up getting the W. He has a .79 ERA over his last five starts. But on Saturday and Sunday, the Rangers put up 16 runs and 12 runs. Like, they,
1: they put up 16 runs and
0: in... on Saturday and then 12 runs on Sunday.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: So, big games. Um the Mariners have allowed fun, you know, a little stat here. The Mariners have allowed 10-plus runs in four of their last eight games. Yikes. have four players in the top five most strikeouts in the league.
1: Okay, so they're giving up runs and not producing any on their own. Oh, that's yeah. a recipe for losing.
0: So the strikeout <laughs> leaders in the AL are like Mariner, Mariner, non-Mariner, Mariner, Mariner. Like, it's like oh Jostner, Suarez, Julio, Kelnick. And I feel like they could really use a guy in the lineup like a Luis Arias that (laughs) makes a lot of contact. Contact wins, Sarah. We all know this. Come on.
1: We all know this.
0: Um, But yeah, I'm I'm really disappointed about the Mariners. I I thought they were going to be, at this point, a little bit more figured out. I still believe in them, but kind of disappointing. He says
1: questionably. Yeah, question. I still
0: believe in them, <laughs> them sort of. Um, kind of disappointed <laughs> by them. I thought they would put it together by now. But, um, let's go to the Angels at Astros. I think this is one that you recommended. This is a four-game series. Yeah. The Astros, your former employer, they're red hot. They won three or four. They
1: are.
0: They had it was a gentleman's sweep, as they say. Framber had another studly out outing against Shohei on I think Thursday or Friday um Bregman had
1: it's like kind of funny how Shohei and Framberg keep matching up
0: I know I feel like it's happened at least twice this year already um yeah yeah Bregman hit a grand slam on Saturday that he has five career grand slams and the last three are versus the angels which is pretty funny wow Um, yeah he
1: had a he was he had a bomb today so his bat's on fire
0: I did see that I did see that yeah and then um you know, they had a big outing from Christian Javier on Saturday, and Chaz McCormick took Rick, rookie fiend on Ben Joyce deep. Ben Joyce is this – I think he was, like, a fifth-rounder of Tennessee. He was a closer at Tennessee last year, and um, he throws, like, sits, like, a 101, 102. So, wow. Um, yeah, Astros are fun. They are fun and figuring it out, which is scary for the rest of the league. Yeah. Atlanta at Arizona – Braves take two of three. The D-backs are 10 games over five hundred for the first time since 2018, and they're atop the NL West by two games right Whoa. now. So yeah,
1: I- so even though they lost two to the Braves, taking one was huge for them.
0: For sure. For sure. I mean, they've been to be at that point still in June I think is really a good sign for them. I think they're legit.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm San Diego. I'm a I little bit. I do little.
1: I know. Yeah. I would agree. It does having the D backs in it though does make the NOS that much more exciting because it's not just the two team fight that we all thought it was going to be between the Dodgers and the Dodgers.
0: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. It's nice to see some fresh blood in there. Um, you know, I there's not really much to say here. Like Spencer Strider, of course, had a great outing. Ronald Acuna hit a ball four hundred seventy feet. But I think someone from the D Dimebacks I really want to highlight is Corbin Carroll because he's batting three hundred right now and has like a. OPS over his last like 10-15 games. Like the guy is killing it. He's might be like a lock for Rookie of the Year, even though there's like so many contenders for Rookie of the Year. So
1: I like how you said you're like, I actually just want to highlight this one guy from the Diamondbacks. Like you never talk about him, or you never
0: (laughs) I talk about him every episode. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Just this one guy I want to talk about real quick. No, you guys don't probably don't know,
0: but <laughs> have you heard of Corbin Carroll by chance? No, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, those are our snakes. Um, lastly, for the weekend, of course, we're going to talk about the local pirates. They sweep the Cardinals at home. Um, big series for them. Bad series for St. Louis. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Really bad series. Cabrian Ka- Hayes had himself a little bit of a weekend. With, uh, you know, two straight games with a home run. Um, Josh Plath- Palacios hit his first career home run um, and Paul Goldschmidt reached 400 career doubles on Friday. I feel like he's walking into the Hall of Fame at this point. Um, yeah,
1: he definitely is. It's is good to see Brian get that power that we all know he has in his bat. Hopefully he can just be consistent with it. I think that's the missing piece for him. Um, but yeah, good division series for the Pirates, Bad division series for the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I actually... I still believe in Cabrian back to your point. Like it's good to see him put the ball in the air and I I think he's young and figuring it out. And once, when his back gets going, he has a lead defense. Like he's going to be, he's like a Matt Chapman and waiting, I guess. I think that's a good, Mm. Um, you know, lastly I I highlighted a few matchups this week. Um, We don't have to dive too deep, but I just want to mention a couple because there's something I want to get off my chest. I, you know, I was I was texting your man's Connor this week. And I said, I have some hot take for the episode this week. So let's dive into that first for, for this week's okay. episodes. Um, the Cincinnati Reds, I think are a good baseball team. They're fun.
1: That is a hot take. I think. Okay. There's a difference between, there's a difference between being good and being fun.
0: Okay. Good for the central. Good for the central okay <laughs> uh, i actually don't think they're going to finish last and i actually think they're going to finish above the pirates whoa they have so much upside it's it's mm. you know obviously ellie de la cruz has been exciting since he got called up on tuesday but like they they have upside that the pirates don't on their on the within their prospects like spencer steer ellie de la cruz um They have Christian Encarnacion Strand in AAA about to come up. They have Matt McClain, who's a stud at shortstop, hitting 350 right now. I mean, they have Jonathan and Tyler Stevenson. Like, they have guys. They have guys. And they have, like, three guys that are going to compete for NL Rookie of the Year. Like, seriously compete. And their pitching might be the only thing. I love Hunter Green and I like Nick Lodolo and D is a closer, but, like, yeah I think this team is like fun they walked off twice against the Dodgers this week and I was actually watching those games like I was like wow so that's yeah
1: I mean they are fun I'll give you that I don't know if they're good but they're fun they have guys and they're fun I'll
0: go with that so watch watch tune in some to some red games you're you're gonna really love watching Ali De La Cruz play like I saw him go from home to third on a triple yesterday 10.38 seconds like that's
1: yeah, unreal.
0: Franchise. He's Absolutely. very similar to O'Neill Cruz. For sure. For sure. Very similar player. Um, you know, a lot of some series are actually still going on. Uh, but I do want to um quickly highlight that the Mets at the Braves this week, um, as of today, I don't know the outcome of today's game, but the Braves were up two games, so Mets are um losing. I feel like they've been playing a lot of teams in their division uh recently so not winning those games i feel like the braves are their kind of kryptonite um alonzo hit his 22nd of course um started a little bit of feud he was yelling at bryce elder to throw that pitch again uh, <laughs> wow. didn't end well for the mets um so when does it, when does it? and then also another series the brewers were kind of they leapfogged the pirates in first and they have won the first two games against Baltimore. I don't know how their game went today. But Milwaukee's had put up put together a couple of really good games uh this week. Corbin Burns finally had a stellar out like he was himself again. Um
1: Yeah, and then they head into the weekend playing the A's, so that's good for them.
0: That's very good for them, yeah. Um, unless unless the A's take two <laughs> or three like they did against the Pirates.
1: I know, really, really annoying. So but also good for Shout-out Andrew Gibson, who was a yeah. Pirate, now an A. He won the series.
0: So I was at the game on Wednesday. Um, ugly game. Mitch Keller and Roans, got roughed up by the A's. Um, trying not to read too much into it. But, yeah, that is that is this week. Also, one more matchup, Seattle at, at uh, San Diego. Uh, it was only a two-game series. They split. So Seattle got a good win in San Diego. But um, And Gary Sanchez has four home runs with them since he got – Call, um, signed recently, so that's good to see him having some success. San Diego needs some Ws in that division.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of that, goes hand and with my superlatives. If you want to go there,
0: yes, let's go. I'm out, I'm, I'm ready for the superlatives. Okay, um, cool.
1: Because my header of the week is Gary Sanchez. <laughs>
0: oh, Sarah, let's go.
1: Well, you took my my line. Yeah, four bombs as a San Diego Padre.
0: Okay. So far, let's, yeah. Let's go. No, he he's um he's hitting over I think three hundred right now and and playing well when they need a catcher because Austin Nola isn't cutting it. So um I'm happy for him. It's it's good to see bearded Gary.
1: Who's your hitter of the week?
0: My hitter of the week, I I you know I really want to pick um someone I never talk about, Corbin Carroll, but I am actually gonna go. <laughs> Uh, Luis Arias Um, he is in the last week 14 for 21 just do the math there Um, he has nine RBI's and his season batting average is up to 403 he is like the closest thing to a 400 hitter we have and like kind of turning into our era's Tony Gwynn. so Andre love
1: a good Tony Gwynn reference
0: Love those type of players. Who's your pitcher of the week, Sarah?
1: My pitcher of the week is actually someone we don't talk about. Um, okay. His name is Tristan McKenzie. He plays for the Cleveland Guardians.
0: Welcome back, Tristan.
1: And um, yeah, he had a really good outing, five innings pitch with ten Ks. Hell yeah! So he is my pitcher of the week. Just to highlight someone we don't really highlight, and he got ten Ks, so not a big deal. That's not something you do every day.
0: Love that, love that. Um, no, I was happy to see him back. Cleveland is. Um, Cleveland's got some pitchers, even though they're kind of struggling. They've they've definitely got a rotation, that's for sure.
1: They always do, right? They always have pitching.
0: Yeah. Um, which makes me think they're going to trade Shane Bieber at the deadline. I almost think that's like guaranteed. Yeah. I do too. Um, but my pitcher of the week is John Gray from the Rangers.
1: Yeah, I knew.
0: Yeah. 0.790 ERA over the last five starts. He actually had seven innings. Um, no runs against Seattle and then a complete game 12 Ks versus the Cardinals he's been unbelievable with the new news that they received this week w- this week which we'll talk about in a little bit um, their rotation is still pretty good with him and Valdi. so um, so the Rangers are dangerous so dangerous
1: yeah and they I know we'll get to this in vibes but DeGrom has to have yeah, TJ, and they're still good, like so they're still they're,
0: they're deep, <laughs> they're deep. Yeah. So, um, um yeah. play of the week, Sarah. Who do you got?
1: Okay, play of the week. Speaking of the Rangers, I'm gonna go with outfielder Travis Jankowski. He made a really jaw dropping play against your team, the Mariners, this week. Um, out in the outfield check it out play of the week pretty
0: spectacular saw that it was a running catch um off of I think Mike Ford hit it former Yankee so that was that was a really good play pretty impressive
1: yeah
0: um my play of the week I have like seven options listed here but my favorite <laughs> one is actually from the regionals of the NCAA tournament nice. um LSU um stud ace top five pick in this year's draft Paul Skeens Uh, Started against Tulane and made a line drive hit right back at him and caught it between his legs. Ooh,
1: that's
0: a good matchup too, Battle of Louisiana. Yeah, Tulane
1: and LSU. Yeah, I love that.
0: (laughs) The green wave. Um, (laughs) So, no, that was my play of the week. I'll post them on our Twitter um, and our Instagram. Pretty fun plays this week, Sarah. Good job. Yeah, you too. So matchups for this weekend. Um, I think there's an obvious one. But what's your? Uh, give me one that you're excited for.
1: Okay, what well, I'm excited for this weekend, while I'm in Montana, all the listeners out there should be watching the Rangers at the Rays.
0: Hell yeah! That's top
1: amazing. two top teams um, in their in the AL in their respective divisions should be good good matchup at Tropicana Field, and always seventy two degrees.
0: Hell yeah! That's gonna be a, that's actually a really good one. I'm excited for that. Two of the best teams in AL? Um, I'm obviously going to pick Red Sox at Yankees. That's... That was my other one. Even though the Yankees are beat up right now, uh, which kind of scares me. But when aren't they, you know? Um, yeah.
1: We love a good classic rivalry.
0: Yeah. So what's your what's your next one?
1: Well, I think they're pretty slim pickings, to be honest.
0: They are after this. So I'm going to pick a surprising one.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to go with – needs to be in the end. So I'm going to go with Mets Pirates. Okay. Um because two of my former employers um both you know like eh kind of teams who he both does. teams really need wins. So yeah. they both should be, you know, fighting and bringing the energy to the series.
0: Yeah, I I like that one a lot. I'm actually um going to go tomorrow night. I'm excited.
1: Ooh, fun.
0: Um I am going to go there. Like you said, slim pickings. I'm going to go the big red machine out of Cincinnati. My NL central uh, bandwagon team at the the St. Louis Cardinals. Let's see if they can assert some dominance. Your
1: other NL central bandwagon team. (laughs) Uh, I'm losing
0: confidence in my Cardinals, Sarah. I I would be uh, too. I, lo- I went too hard into um the Cardinals and not the Rays and Rangers and other teams. So oh well. Um all righty. So those are our matchups. Uh we will take a quick break, maybe refill our glasses and come back and talk some vibes. Alrighty, Sarah, we're back. We're back, Scotty. <laughs> we're back. We got some vibes to discuss. Um i want to first start with our guy um our favorite manager we shook his hand dusty baker um big wine connoisseur uh is now the eighth all-time in managerial wins good for him so shout out dusty Um,
1: dusty congrats
0: also in manager news Tori lavallo lavallo i think is how you say his name um diamondbacks manager was extended through 2024 good to
1: see extend Yeah.
0: so so show some um some faith in the guys um and then albert poholz is joined the mlb office as special assistant to the commissioner he actually made his broadcast yeah so that's
1: that's the dream role right you can go golf and then just show up to games just you can go do whatever you want and be like hey what's up my show? i think i'm gonna watch bp and go chat to players today and be like oh good job this is what we're paying you for
0: that's my dream job yeah that's yeah. my dream i've already decided um in some injury news not so great news um steven strasberg was shut down for the season uh we haven't seen him like really since their world series run the nerve damage that he's um experiencing could keep him from pitching ever again horrible news uh um, yeah that day I just remember Strasburg as like the most hype pitching prospect, like LeBron of pitching prospects when I was younger. Like,
1: yeah, San Diego State. I remember like
0: Tony Gwynn. Holy crap,
1: this guy's yeah, Tony Gwynn's coach. So was um, I forget his last name, but we I called him Coach Mark. He was a uh, coach for the University of New Mexico um, Lobos team when I was growing up. When my brother was a bad boy. And he went on to go coach at San Diego State, and he coached Strasburg, but I know him as Coach Mark. Wow. <laughs> so I remember watching San Diego State, being like, oh, hey, I know that guy. Oh, and there's <laughs> just like a freak athlete also on the mound.
0: <laughs> the best pitching prospect ever to this date. Um, no big deal. The Aztecs um, also going to the IL. Chris Sale with left shoulder inflammation hasn't Chris really been.
1: We're never going to stay healthy for the rest. this is a tale as old as time
0: yeah i mean honestly like the guy made it really far through a lot of innings like everyone predicted him as someone that was going to break down and the first half of his career was like never hurt like it was like no one understood it and now he's you know won a world series with the red sox and i think it's just getting to him um later in his career so hopefully he can return to somewhat form um Justin Steele for the Cubs. He's been a bright spot in the rotation to the I.L. with a left forearm strain. Don't love to see that. We also talked about Jacob DeGrom. Season is over. It was really hard watching his press conference. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah,
1: I did. Tears in his eyes. Really sad.
0: Second
1: Tommy John surgery for him.
0: Yeah, no, it's really, really sad. Um, So that was really, uh, I mean, hopefully he can make it back quick. He's 35 years old. We want to see more Degrom, not less. So, right. um, and the Guardians DFA Zach. Please Zach. Just random news. They they um they're pitching a stack. They've got Bieber, Bybee, Logan Allen, Tristan McKenzie. Like a lot of young studs in that rotation. They're deep. Um, and then moving on. Happy news. Liam Hendricks returned to the White Sox. Um, survived cancer um picked up his first w on sunday which was national cancer survivors day so cool um and then picked up his first save on tuesday versus the yankees not cool but cool at the same time <laughs> <laughs> so shout out liam hendricks he's always he's someone who has a uses his platform for good um big fan big fan
1: yeah
0: um then just some call-ups uh jordan walker was called back up end of last week for the car to the cardinals finally no, no idea why he was sent back down. Apparently, told him they wanted to hit him to hit the ball in the air more. That's like one of those cases. It was like, hey, the guy's hitting two seventy, hit like four home runs his first couple of games. Like, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Like,
1: yeah,
0: let him be. So, and then phenom Reds phenom Led was caught up on Tuesday. His first hit was hundred and twelve mile an hour double off of Tony Gonsolin. On Wednesday, he had a home run and a triple. The home run I think went to Kentucky, and you know? I think it's still flying. Somewhere mm-hmm. through Kentucky. Um, so he was the fun watch. Turn on TV and watch Ellie De La Cruz. Uh, the Reds also caught up their number six prospect. Left-handed pitcher Andrew Abbott made his debut on Monday. Six innings pitch, one hit in six K's, got the dub. The Reds are fun, Sarah. Turn on the Reds.
1: Big Cincy coming at you
0: live. And then also former top prospect John Singleton was a former Astro. Yeah, uh, return to the big leagues with the Brewers, recorded his first MLB hit since 2015. Wow! Numerous marijuana suspensions and had strikeout issues. Um, so uh, you know it's good to see John back in the league. I uh, love comeback stories like that. And then some other news: um, Joe Girardi was offered the head coaching job at UCF today. So
1: Ooh, interesting.
0: Yeah, fun. He might be going to college baseball. And another, I don't know if you saw this, Sarah, but this is kind of crazy. Three uh Korean players are under scru- scrutiny uh because they went out for drinks two for two nights during the WBC. Um,
1: oh my god!
0: So they were both these players were removed from their KBO rosters. Um, and they're wow. like you have to make like public apologies. Pretty pretty crazy. And one of the players, uh, Kim Kwang um, Hyun, was a uh, Cardinals. In the Cardinals rotation last year.
1: Whoa, interesting. So they so just have to apologize for going out. Is it that they went out and drank, or like they, you know? Yeah, they though they went just, out and
0: like, from my understanding,
1: party. Uh, okay. You know,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty crazy news. Um, if they did that in in the MLB, I a lot of players would be under scrutiny. I could not that much, right? Now. Sorry um,
1: for partying.
0: <laughs> um all righty, sarah vibes are there let's hear your yes. names of or names so,
1: go hand in hand it vibes and names it's the news no one's talking about but everyone should be for sure we had an epic matchup jake burger versus michael king
0: burger king.
1: king
0: no way
1: yes we finally got it <laughs> shout out to you my friend matt who sent that in he uh, monitors reddit baseball for me and sends in any fun fun things um all things reddit baseball so whopper, 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 matt. Whopper, whopper. <laughs> yeah exactly so jake Berger is one of my names of the week and then my old school i have two old school um old timers club names of the week rick monday and les roar les roar like Les roar like
0: that's just a crazy man. name
1: Um, Those two guys are on my old-timers club name of the week this week because on this day, June 8th in 1965, Arizona State sophomore Rick Monday was selected by the Athletics and the first player chosen in the initial major league free agent draft in high school, college, and sandlot players. Second was Les Rohr. Tenth round in 1965 was Nolan Ryan, and then Cincinnati picked Johnny Bench in the second round.
0: Whoa! So
1: Rick Monday went before Nolan Ryan.
0: Whoa! Um.
1: Anyways, nineteen sixty-five trivia for you. So Rick Monday and Les Roar are my old-timer names of the week, along with the epic matchup of Jake Burger versus King burgers King.
0: Love that! I love that matchup. I'm I'm assuming that happened today as the White Sox are playing the Yankees. Um, yes. Yep. But that's that's awesome. Um. Love to see it. Uh you did not disappoint in this week's names segment of vibes. So, um good job, Sarah.
1: Thanks, Scotty. I appreciate it.
0: So, now we got to review this wine. Um
1: Yeah.
0: I only had a glass. Yes. I might pour a little um,
1: bit. Yeah, pour a little bit more. I'm also going to bring in Connor He's at this campfire with me. He's been sharing this bottle, so he might want to us.
0: Get him in here. Up, Scotty. Connor, welcome to the foul line, man. How are we doing? Hey, I announced my uh, Reds hot take. So, oh, uh, me thinking that O'Neill and the and, new Cruz is, yeah, is related to the old Cruz. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: the currently injured Cruz, I guess.
1: There's De La Cruz and then there's just Cruz.
0: O'Ne- I was thinking O'Neal. They look yeah, so yeah. similar. I was they like, are oh, it's his brother. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it could be Brian De La Cruz's brother from the Marlins.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Um, um connor i want to hear your thoughts on gascon man. this is a popular wine in the moore household Ooh,
1: does I'm it taste like more
0: giving it a 45 Ooh, okay really give me yeah. your ridiculous. it is quite drinkable okay but it's it's lacking that that great something that's something great okay all right it's, it's just like here. Just average everywhere, so maybe it's not great anywhere. Okay, love that. All right. for you. thanks. I'm gonna go back to the campfire. Okay, thanks, Connor. <laughs> uh, All
1: right, so you heard it from an outsider.
0: Okay, 45. No.
1: What do you got?
0: Okay, Sarah, I'm gonna give this a 55. I mean, I've had a lot of guests going in my day. I don't know like i think connor has a point where it's like it's drinkable um it's a lot might be lacking that something um that gives it the extra level like the 60 65 um i've had malbecs that are definitely um better than this one but this is still a very drinkable um bold i, I you know i love my bold Ah, uh, dry reds, and I, I, I think this is just a solid one. I'm trying to think of a comp here. Um, I can go
1: first with my. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Rating while you think of a comp. Um, this is actually my first Gascon, so thank you for introducing me to oh, yeah. this vineyard, um, Don Miguel Gascon. Great, great grape, um, great grapes here. I'm gonna give it a fifty. Um, I really like it. I like it a little bit more. Than Connor said and I like it a little bit less than he said so I'm going to sneak right in there in the middle with a 50 and in honor of my names of the week I'm going to comp it to Jake Berger
0: Jake Berger okay yeah. I like it Um okay in honor of my um one of my players of the week I'm going to go to Luis Arias um, because Luis Arias is never going to have that upside that other guys have he's going to get the job done um he's lacks like that upside that other like stars have but he's going to put the battle on ball consistently and um be a tough sob to get out and yeah that's right sob to stop drinking that's what i will <laughs> like.
1: that's definitely right i will be uh connor and i will be uh finishing this bottle tonight that's for sure
0: oh i'm i might as well who knows you might as well um sarah this was fun um from pittsburgh to bismarck
1: the north dakota appreciate you being uh flexible and getting a bottle that i could uh, procure as well
0: absolutely um i'm excited to do this next week next week where will you be montana
1: um i think so (laughs) it'll
0: be somewhere i will be be
1: somewhere in the united states of america
0: cool cool well until next week sarah salute salute
1: uh, cheers viners
0: cheers viners all righty intro music by jordan montgomery and driving while well black records
1: uh look big paper i increase my wealth uh Red wine, that's good for my health, uh. Wrestle with demons, I ain't take no L's, uh. Allow me to introduce myself. I said, big paper, I increase my wealth, huh. Red wine, that's good for my health, uh. Wrestle with demons, I ain't take no L's, huh. Allow me to introduce myself. Oh, thank you.